Hello, everybody, and welcome back to listen to these nerds. Um, this week, we're playing Lancer again uh, in a campaign I have named The Reach of Stars. Ooh. Um, now, where's the Legend of the Galactic Heroes like intro thing that's like five minutes long going on about the history of mankind? Since the dawn of time, man has always dreamed of being beyond the stars. All right. Uh, well, uh, I don't have a uh, anime theme song for this session. Uh, my apologies, but I will get into what happened last time, which was you were all anonymously contacted and recruited into a some sort of uh, trial where uh, the your uh, nameless employer uh, tested you in a mock battle scenario, which you succeeded at technically. Um, they, you, while you did, uh, fulfill the mission and fulfill the special condition, which was to not, uh, choose to easily save yourselves, uh, you didn't exactly defeat everyone and you did lose one of the mechs, one of your mechs in the process. So. We didn't they, get a perfect score, but we still passed. Yes. And you did, and you did, they were impressed with your team leader's, uh, gumption. C's get licensees. C's get licensees. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, and with that, um, you were asked if, how you felt about the Outer Rim. Uh, so, uh, after, uh, this conversation, you are led, uh, into a, uh, what looks like actually a pretty well, compared to everything else in this cruiser that was fairly spartan and very utilitarian, this place actually seems like a conference, some sort of conference room. Hmm. Um, and the chairs are surprisingly comfortable. Ooh! Um, so you are all sat down and, uh, you are told to wait. Mm. Yeah, I just, uh, take a lackadaisical slouch in my chair, I hands behind my head. I sit down, arms, uh, my hands folded neatly into each other with my, like, arms bracing against the table, back straight, waiting for, as if waiting for their orders. Alright, uh, while well, you guys are, uh, wait for a bit, uh, the silence becoming a bit more and more awkward. Um, uh, but eventually, um, through a, op a door opposite the one you came in, um, a man, uh, strides in. Um, so, he seems to have been, um, looking at something on a, uh, on his comp con, um, but as he enters into the, through the doorway, he puts it away, um, and strides in confidently. Um, the man seems to be in his late 40s, um, rather tall, and is wearing what you all recognize as the colors of Union. Hmm. Oh, hey. Um, he is dressed rather, uh, well, and in a very business-like suit, um, and not from his countenance and his, uh, choice in wardrobe, you can tell he is some sort of Union guy? None of you are, were special, are especially aware of, um, Union hierarchy or structure. Or any of their departments, but you do you have run into them or at least seen them before. All right. Um, he uh, comes in and uh, <clears throat> straightens up. Uh, apologies for the wait. Um, uh, no biggie. So, as you can tell, uh, I'm sure I, I'm a union representative, and uh, apologies again for all of the uh, obfuscation. But uh, the tasks that we are we are planning to uh, task you with are 
well, in some cases, rather confidential. And while not all of them are uh, secret operations uh, in the far reaches of the galaxy, uh, some are. Hmm. And what that requires is a bit of discretion. And we appreciate you for maintaining that. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but uh, I'm sure your time is very valuable, so I will get on with it. Um, you can call me Gen. Gen. And I will be your handler for this mission. Um, and with that, he reaches over to the table, and he places his hand on it. You hear a uh, registration sound um, as the table lights up, um, and projects a hologram up above you. Um, seems to... Uh, you see planets begin to populate, um, and uh, it zooms out as you see concentric circles begin to form into what you know as the rings of Union Space. And I guess that there are, like, pinpricks of stars just... Clustered, all yeah. spread throughout this image. Mm -hmm. You see, it kind of zooms out from your planet's location into showing all of Union Space, which is rather large. Mm -hmm. um, as you all know, Union Space is divided um, into rings. Um, each of those rings is based on a mountain range, um, and uh, each of them is also uh, set with its own set of blink gates. We will be, uh, for your mission, you will be tasked with going to Cascade, and with that you see he points at the 10th ring. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Cascade is not the farthest, but it's also not very close to the middle. The um, While we have mapped a large portion of it, there are still spaces that elude us. Um, certain areas which are either too dangerous or too remote within the territory for to have fully uh, mapped. So you want us to be like explorers or something? No. Um, we have found the space that we wish you to go to, mm. but it wouldn't... Let's just say that it's not widely known. Hmm. Um, unlike places like the uh, on, on Ascendancy or Roth Shamara, which are you know, a much more well-known areas that the a Union has had contact with that you would have seen through the Omninet, um, this system is, well, by our standards discovered recently. Uh-huh. So is this a colonization effort? It's a diplomatic effort. Um, and with that, he clicks on a particular area. Be advised that this information is confidential, as the, uh, as per, per part of our diplomatic negotiation, the system itself, um, would like to remain anonymous until our, uh, until our process is complete. Um, you all know that Union regularly um, either finds reclaimed uh, colonies or makes contact with colonies that have split off from it in an attempt to bring them into the fold, with uh -huh. Union's grand vision being that every planet is as post-scarcity as Cradle, which right. is the, the, the rename, uh, the new name for Earth. Right, spread the love and all that. Yeah, so their, their, their essential goal... Um, whether or not they are necessarily amazing at it, or if everyone in their organization believes in it, is to kind of uplift all of humanity and, <laughs> and try to get it all under one umbrella in which we are all a post-scarcity, uh, blissful society where, where people are allowed to act and be free and not worry about, you know getting pot pirates and, you know, uh, resources and, you know, the common kind of things that plague modern society. <laughs> so that, that's kind of their goal, and to, to do that, they also extend 
themselves out into other planets, um, and much different from the second committee, which was right before them, whose view was kind of a, hey, we're the space empire, join us or die. <clears throat> so, um, in their attempts to be more diplomatic, uh, they have made a grand effort to uh, reconnect with, with communities and systems that they might not have been aware of. <clears throat> he continues, um, an I ISPN convoy whose navigation systems malfunctioned um, coming out of the blink gate in Cascade accidentally happened upon this system and he and clicks on the location and it zooms in further. Um, what you see it now is a uh, what looks like a average sized star uh, with eight uh, planets in its rotation. Um, <clears throat> When you say average, you mean like about the size of our sun? Yeah, you could say close to our sun, kind of. Maybe not, you don't know the exact, you can't determine the exact age by looking at it. It might be older or younger, but hmm. it seems about the same size. This isn't a giant or a dwarf star. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, the ISPN convoy, um, um, with their systems malfunction, they passed by um, the first of these planets, which we have I, since identified as Trident. Um, and discovered that it was um, active and had a community. Um, while not initially connected to the OmniNet, um, they it was they were able to detect the telltale signals of a um, the telltale signals of a colonized planet. And with that, uh, they uh, made landing arrangements and uh, made contact. Um, so. Uh, <clears throat> To spare you the fine details, um, this system, uh, which uh, have identified themselves as Durga's Grass, um, was initially um, a colonization effort that was funded independently, um, mm -hmm. of what, with the goal being that uh, the benefactor of this mission, um, Urzo Tamos, formerly of the second committee, much to our regret, um, sought to establish himself a uh, personal utopia and with a group of like-minded and wealthy individuals um, paid to have seed ships sent out to create this colony. Uh, fancy, space libertarians. So, just to clarify, when you say personal utopia, do you mean like a utopia for everybody or a utopia for him? For him personally. Yeah, that was kind of the modus operandi of the second committee. Yeah, alright. Just just wanted to know. Anyway, keep going. Thanks. <clears throat> um, however, uh, Tamos' ambitions were thwarted uh, as he was attacked by a <clears throat> by Spari privateers um, on on route to the system Blinkgate. Oof. Spari's. Um, they don't mess around. Yes, uh, well, the Sea Colony ship survived uh, as they had, had headed out earlier uh, with Tamos believing that he would like to arrive to a already set up colony. Um, and they were able to reach the system, as is evidenced by Trident and Durga's Graf's existence. Um, however, they lacked what was essentially their ruling body. Um, in that, they um, essentially um, forfeited their the leadership to the uh, the seed ships NHP. Um, 
known as uh, DEV1 or Devi as it became colloquially known. So we so the union has been negotiating with an NHP this whole time? Not exactly. Um, the NHP was was tasked with uh, creating a plan that would create that would build a sustaining and um, a culturally rich society that would uh, be well it it turns out that the directives given by Tamos were not as specific as we believe he thought. Um, we believe Tamos uh, was aiming for a sort of resort um, with the people there being um, set up as essentially servants for him and his elites. Now, without their interference and with the NHP, uh, which I will refer to ongoing as Debbie, um, running the show, um, it prioritized the survival and growth of the society in lieu of uh, the, well, based on its, the, the director directives it was given. Um, without oversight um, from the uh, council, which, had, which was planned to be running it, um, Debbie focused instead on um, creating a sustainable society that would survive until these, the council appeared. With its, it itself not knowing that its um, creator and uh, owner essentially was never going to appear. Hmm. Uh, this led to um, essentially a period of, uh, in, of growth, which we have rarely seen in uh, the, the systems that we maintain. Um, as Durga's grasp was chosen specifically because of its extremely uh, livable conditions. Um, multiple planets within uh, the system are either uh, completely habitable by humans or, at very least, easily modifiable, um, and they quickly became so. Um, in little over a hundred years, um, the uh, the people of what they refer to as uh, the grass had extended beyond the, their initial planet into the entire system. Huh. And now, coming up on their bicentennial, um, they have created a rich and diverse culture that um, extends and communicates within its own uh, borders. So, Noir raises his hand like he's asking a question in class. So, if this system is set up to be so peaceful and is running itself, and Union's attempting a diplomatic approach, why are we here? Well, while I did, while we did describe it as being diverse and culturally sound, upon IS, IPS, ISPN's um, landing, they realized that they were not as peaceful as we first expected. The period, uh, it seems that a culture of um, exclusion has developed with the, the sea colony fully aware that the, that union exists, but we are unaware of exactly why um, they have such a resistance to us. Um, our diplomatic uh, mission upon, well, there were no casualties in the ISP, ISPN um, visit, uh, even though it was unannounced, but let's just say that they weren't exactly excited to, to see outsiders. While IPSN was, they were not, it was not quite as bad as on SPAR, as we all know, uh, their their first contact with Union was, uh, again, regrettable, but um, 
IPSN was able to leave and alert Union to the existence of this of this system. Um, and since then, um, since that point, we have been making um, repeated diplomatic uh, trips to uh, the GRASP to communicate with them and uh, explain to them uh, of our mission. Um, that being said, the exclusionary nature I mentioned before has manifested in what we are have been deemed to call the, well, they call themselves the fingers of truth. Uh-huh. We are not aware of the specifics of why they call themselves this, but their goal has been to initially um, it started off as a peaceful protest, which we are understand. We understand um, union uh, had union appearing, and especially with the reputation set by the second committee, it we are not um, we are no we know that many places are not exactly happy for us to be there. But we make it our job to explain to them our mandate and why, and the benefits that come with joining Union. Um, so where do we come in in all this? Like, well, these these fingers uh, of truth um, have not stayed to their initial attitudes, mm. and more recently uh, there have been multiple um, incidents. Um, both starting small, um, some protests, and uh, which again is acceptable. But when rioting began, and what we cannot confirm, but what we believe to be sabotage has occurred, we sought to bring in specialists. Ah, uh, okay. So you want us to act as a pacification, or as a means of evening out the asymmetric warfare? We, we would definitely not refer to anything we are doing as warfare. Um, that is not within Union's mandate. And the reason we are not using Union-specific um, forces is they carry a, their use carries somewhat of a stigma. And your um, independent nature, um, we, we, with your independent nature, we would like to think that the... Um, people of the grasp would be more amicable. While you will not expect a uh, warm welcome, you would at very least not be seen with the same level of disdain we are. Additionally, your role as your um, work as non-union um, <clears throat> as uh, non-union uh, lancers um, allows for a degree of uh, confidentiality as it is not obvious that your actions represent union. Huh. Oh, plausible, deniable assets. I'm aware of them. <laughs> you, you see him th stop for a second? Yes, you could say that. Now, um... So, can... Understanding that this is a delicate situation, what is our job on the ground? Are we protecting diplomats? Are we going in as people looking for work? You, you're... We see this as a multiple uh, mission engagement. Um, there are several instances which we, we are working to, without being able to give you specifics, we are working towards a singular goal that will require a commitment of time for you, um, that, not a large one, uh, it is coming close to fruition, but we will require your services for an extended period of at least four months. All right. Within this time, uh, this is subjective time, by the way. I mean, 
four months of your life. Not four months time-wise, because yeah. time and space, especially with relativistic travel, can get really messed up. Yeah. So, <clears throat> they mean a four-month engagement while you're there. Yeah. Mike, okay, uh, I got a question. So, what are the odds that we will be finding people to fight down there? Well, we'd hope none, but the fact that you're here means is like <laughs> you likely will. Likely. Alright, alright, alright. I can work with likely. Right. So... Go you a bit quizzically. quizzically. <laughs> I, yeah, just lean back in my chair with a bit of a satisfied smirk. Um, right. So, we would... Can you... In plain terms, it's going to be a four-month engagement, and we will be doing something that... For, for the most part, um, your missions will be determined based on our current circumstances. Uh, your first mission has already been determined... Um, and you will gain more details about it once you reach uh, Trident. Right. Okay. Hmm. Well, it's not like I haven't done this sort of work before. Sure. The payment will be Union Standard. Mm -hmm. um, you, you will be paid either in lo a local currency of your choice or mana. Alright. Question, what is mana in this uh, instance? Ma no, ma mana is a, is a universal currency that Union uses yeah. between plants. It's a job. We're getting paid. Probably fight somebody. Sounds good to me. Uh, additionally, if you have any particular uh, asks, be it for licenses or hmm. um, particular technology, looks over at you. As if, so you get the idea that maybe they've read your file. <laughs> um, Captain, I think they're talking about you. <laughs> that could also be arranged. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, As with all things, we'd like to work with you to come to an agreement that we can both be happy about. Alright. Uh, I have one question. What is your accessibility regarding licenses for Zang-style mechs? Um, we have a... As as Union, we have a um, good relationship with IPSN. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure we could arrange something. Fantastic. Okay, okay, okay. And Harrison Armory? Uh, Harrison Armory is a um, trusted supplier of arms. Perfect. You see, you don't have to, like, really dig deep to tell that that is what they can respond to. Yeah, that, that is very much the line they are given. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what asked about Harrison Armory? Harrison Armory is a trusted source for <laughs> An official response as opposed to a personal one. Yeah, yeah. It's like saying through gritted teeth. Mm. Well, you get the feeling this guy's not a uh, Harrison Armory. Uh, He's not pro-agent. Yeah. yeah. Right. Wait, Harrison Armory apologist. Well, they are... Oh, right, they're space fascists, yeah. yeah. Not all of them are, but, but they're, 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 they were essentially created by the offshoots people from uh, the second committee. Oh, okay. So, the, they were... Ever, so, you just look up the Harrison Armory uh, guidebook, and you'll find some interesting information about what they're about. Yeah. Well, and what they're doing on their planet. Yeah, and the, yeah, the Harrison Armory Acquisitions and Management Teams. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Cap? You got any uh, anything that you're interested in? I feel like... Uh, we can talk and once the job is finished. Uh, yeah, Genmont yeah. uh, nods at you. Uh, uh, the NHP directly into my brain! I know. Um, you'll, you'll probably find, find out what uh, Infection Amber's whole deal <laughs> is sometime down the road. <laughs> when she trusts you more. Yes. Alright. Okay. Um, so the uh, um, we will be departing in one week. Um, feel free to take any take time to set your affairs in order. 
um, a shuttle will be available to take you back to your uh, <clears throat> to take you back to your accommodations, um, and we'll be ready to pick you up in uh, the week, a week's time. Sick. All right. Well, sounds pretty good, boss man. You got it. Uh, I will still be in contact with you, um, and if you have any questions, uh, I will, a supplies you with this OmniNet uh, ID that you so you can message him. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Oh well, yeah. Mean. Uh, if you if I am unavailable, you can um, contact my NHP, and with that, I believe you. And he walks off, uh, wow. and then an attendant shows up. Uh, it's just a young man who says, uh, "Um, uh, h- hello, um, hi, uh, hi, hi. Um, I can show this way. Um, all right. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, uh, like, you don't you don't know if Union has interns, but." Probably he, this is what people like the equivalent of an intern. Uh-huh. He's getting college credit. Uh. <laughs> One day he I'm gonna be a pilot. Oh. I'm gonna pilot a Raleigh and I'm gonna be a cool tough guy. <laughs> yeah. Here's my drawing of my Raleigh. I'm gonna drive. Uh, the hand cannons like three sizes too. My big. original back. And they say union are the good guys. Okay. Um yeah, let's uh let's follow behind the poor unpaid intern here. <laughs> Hey, everybody. The, the, it's post, post, it's post yeah. Nobody gets paid. <laughs> uh, nobody that you gets paid. <laughs> yeah, they also don't have want for anything, so. But, yeah. Um, all right, so, yeah. Uh, I know they have want for some things, you know? You, you could you, you could free up some licenses. Yeah, but they're going to give... No, them not wanting for anything doesn't mean they're going to give you anything. <laughs> That's not how it works. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, look, the 3D printer's gonna run for like 30 days to like make a new frame if you want it. You gotta earn those 30 days. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Way up the queue. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, so you are all able to split off to where you want. Also, they also say you can stay on the ship if you want, mm-hmm. um, and because the ship will be the point where you're leaving from. Do we have any accommodations on this thing, or were we brought basically to the ship just in the middle of nowhere? Well, we're like near a planet. Or... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you were all you were all on planets that are close enough to this thing that it's not a big deal to get mm. there. Mm-hmm. Hey, so long as it's close to a gym and a bar, I'm happy with just about anything. Yeah, I mean you could just stay here if you don't. If, if there's nothing on your on your planet that you came from, or if you were on a ship that's nearby, there's nothing really there. If there's nothing there, you can just stay on the ship. Yeah, okay, I'll Nor- stay on the ship. Yeah, Noir also just stays on the ship. Okay. Okay. Um, does they ever have anything she needs to pick up? I don't think she needs to pick anything up, but she is going to like send out a signal, like like basically a coded message to the to our collective of hey, th- uh, this is the job I'm doing. I might be getting some you know stuff from it. Um, also, this is definitely a. Unit. So wait, who do you phone? Uh, who do you message specifically from your collective? I feel like the it would like I feel like the collective ha- has like like a forum. Like board, <laughs> all right. Of, of like, just like that, everyone kind of uses. So like a Reddit board. Yeah, like a Reddit board. So what, what <laughs> you, you post your thing, and then someone yeah. goes, "Oh no, Infection Amber's become a union bot." <laughs> what do you? So what, what do you post on your on your on your board for your uh, collective? Yeah, um, got a job. Might be getting an inside uh, line to, to some to some union. Uh, Licenses, uh... Hashtag, hail union. <laughs> union spy, union bot. Post licenses or GTFO. Uh-huh. Yeah, also, 
Union ship in orbit might want to like <laughs> prep the leave. Delete it. Delete it. Delete it. Delete it. <laughs> <laughs> there was a thread there, but it, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. You get personal messages saying, "Hey, thanks for the heads up." <laughs> yeah. If you're anywhere on planet, a large collective of sh- ships leave orbit r- rapidly. <laughs> Just no, like, they like it, cockroaches. No, they leave it one. exactly the pace that is not suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just. Going, just keep going. 0.5 seed, it's fine, it's fine. Oh, looking right at me. Oh god, I can feel the sensors. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, she'll she'll stay. All right. There's like 60 kilotons of space hash in this ship, man. <laughs> I can't go to jail. All right. Uh, so you guys are welcome to tra- traverse the area. It is a. Um, you can tell it is not a military class ship. This is not being run by soldiers. What's the? So we're in standard G then. Okay. Right. So this is like, is it like, uh, like a, like, so in terms of, is it like a cruise ship in terms of like a Kutramal? So it's essentially a large cruiser ship with like rotating things to produce gravity. Right, yeah. So, but in terms of like stuff to there, is it Oh, like, um, it's not, it's not, there's no malls, let's say, but there is, there are accommodations. The usual things. Yeah, there are usual amenities. You can go to places to requisition goods. Um, you can get, you can, there is places to exercise. There are, are they have the equivalent of uh, like entertainment areas mm. to like play to play games and sports? Mm. There are places to meet. There's various places to eat. Mm. Okay. There's, there's not like one cafeteria. There's, this you assume there's probably like a hundred to two hundred people on the ship. Um, you notice other pilots walking around to Are our friends fab on arrival. They're they they're going to be fab and sent with people. Okay. Yeah. So they're they're. Putting your when you when you agreed and signed the documents, which you all signed, by the way. <laughs> no, what we give up our souls? <laughs> no, but you 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 had you you've all read these these things before, and they they there's nothing in there that that is like we you, we own you. Yeah, our soul. It's, it's, just, it's an, a combination NDA and work agreement, effectively. Yeah. So so you technically skirted the NDA by saying that you're like you kind of got around it. You said you're working for Union, but you didn't say where or why. Yeah. So saying you're working for Union is okay, but not saying what exactly you're doing yeah. is okay. Yep. So, yeah, I assume I, I have a very like. Well, you're, you also have a secure channel. That's yeah. yeah. And and also uh, I I figure that there's like a, a like a a, a a like pinned post on on the. On the, on the message board of, like, these are your rights. These are the things you're allowed to do. <laughs> Am I being digitally detained? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, the yeah. usual, like, okay, this is how to not get fucked over by union and vice versa. <laughs> if a union rep stops you, <laughs> then the questions they will ask you. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, when you guys are finished uh, getting set up on the ship, like, I imagine we've got... Yeah, um, are they, like, community bunks or private rooms or... Uh, well, they just, they have accommodations for... They accept... They, they're not... They're, you have individual rooms, they're yeah. just not very fancy. Alright, that's fine. Yeah. So, once I throw my bag into my room and stuff and just basically get up, set up with the bare minimum that I got, I'm gonna it's, wait... It's weirdly sterile in the room. Like, it's not... Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not, like... Prison cell, no. but it's like intensely. It's a it's a college dorm, basically. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So basically, once I get like set... a shitty room on a cruise ship. Yeah. Um. But yeah, once I get set up in there, I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna wait for these guys to finish up with whatever they're doing. Yeah. No. I mean, like, if you see that Emil doesn't have a lot of stuff, 
Like, it kind of looks like he just came onto the ship with the clothes on his back and, like, the weapons case that he keeps his stuff in, and, like, that's about it. And, like, you're not even sure if he has, like, a change of clothes or if he just has this, uh, what is it, the assault suit that he's wearing. Alright, so, uh, when you turn around, you see that I'm, like, leaning against the door frame into your room, so... Oh! Hey! Hello, Blitz. Is there something you need? Nah, um, like, we're gonna be working together for the next while, so I figure we might as well get to know each other. Uh, once the captain's ready, we're gonna go get some drinks. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. Nice. Give me one second. Making friends already, I see. And I, I turn. There's a uh, there is a rather tall, uh, dark-skinned man with tied-back hair, um, wearing what seems to be a, a furred uh, neck piece. Hmm. Uh, very nice and or, ornate clothes, hmm. um, and you can see he's clearly well built. And he's just kind of he's kind of like leaned in and. He's slyly grinned and whispered at you. Question: Is this? Would I be able to? Re- would we be able to recognize? I'm assuming that this guy is a like out of character. Yeah, it's a It's a safari. Would we be able to like recognize that on site? Yeah, on site, you know okay. exactly oh. what that he is. And oh, they, they are well known. Like they, it, you may not know a lot about their culture because the the Omni-Net dramas don't necessarily always, aren't always necessarily accurate. Some of them are rather not tasteful. Some of them portray them as like anime heroes on yeah. the level with like them fighting giant monsters. They, so there's you you may not have met one, but you know of them. Like, yeah, like in the I, same way that most people, if they saw sa- like a samurai, would be like, oh, that's a samurai. Yeah, that, yes. I know a little bit about them from rumors that basically their culture... Well, they originated on, like, a frozen death planet where a colony ship went down, and they've managed to somehow survive ever since. And as a result, they're, like, some of the most hardened people in the entire galaxy. Yeah, all I really know about them is that they are have a reputation for being very good warriors, and as such, they deserve a good deal of respect. Yeah. Uh, so, off recording, sorry, it actually is Spari. 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 S-P-A-R-R-I. Okay, Spari. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, and... Back to recording. Yeah. So, when he leans in and says this, like, how much of my personal space is he getting Oh, he's a little close. Okay, so I just uh, take a look, look him up and down, like, well, hey, man, I mean, we're gonna be uh, heading to the same place, might as well get to know each other. Well, hold on, are you working the same job that we are? I I would not know, I have signed an agreement, I cannot say. Mm. Yeah, us as well, but... uh, Heck, I imagine you're going to some interesting places. I stick my hand out. Name's Axel. Axel Godstar. Very interesting. Thank you. I am, they call me Melo. Melo. Nice to meet you, man. So, what's your story? Um, well, um, like you, I uh, am a pilot. Mm-hmm. Of, and he looks at his, he's picking at his fingernails. Some renowned. But um, I, I am uh, simply on a bit of a pilgrimage. Hmm. I'm seeking, um, well, I am seeking a purpose in this world apart from combat. Hmm. Um, my many years have, uh, well, they have taxed me, but I still come back day after day to pilot. I... It is difficult to know a place when you are used to war. You are very wise for someone so young. Uh, I have some experience in the matter. Noir. And I, like, hold out the hand to shake. Shake your hand. Let's get that drink. Hey. Three, go- three goes up to four. I like the sound of that. Um, I'm gonna look around for the captain's room. Alright. Um, 
The the door opens like an inch. <laughs> yeah. So there's you have a gun that's just like behind the door. You're like, what? <laughs> so yeah, I'm not paying for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just grinning at you through the inch in the door. Captain, we're gonna go get some drinks, have some quality bonding time. You in? One second. The door. the door closes. Yeah. You hear about three different locks get unlocked. It's a uh, flying space door. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. It, it's more like you hear the. It's more like you hear things getting locked down. <laughs> yeah, I'm just drumming on my legs while she's uh, doing this stuff. Yeah, then the door open. All right, let's go. Okay, then. So, yeah, we're going to head down to the bar. Um, all right, so you come out and you see uh, Axel and um, uh, Noir. Yeah, he hasn't introduced himself by his non-pilot yeah, it's weird. It's almost like he doesn't like names for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Axel and Noir and a rather tall, sparry man who just seems to be standing there and smiling. Uh, oh, Captain, uh, this is out of recording. This is, his name was Melo, right? Yeah, Melo. This is uh, Melo. He may or may not be working on it with us, depending on where we all end up. It is a pleasure. And with that, his, his smirk. Uh, he seems to have a bit of a perpetual smirk going on. Uh -huh. He smiles and he gestures and um, bows slightly towards you. Right. Nice to meet you. I heard that we were getting drinks. That's the plan. Mm -hmm. Come on. I'm buying first round. So, a uh, man after my own heart slaps you on the back. <laughs> Rather hard, but like, clearly wasn't trying to hurt you, but you're startled. <laughs> Dang. Heck of an arm on him. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna lead us all down to the bar. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, what's, uh, what's on this ship, what does the bar look like on here? Um, I'm assuming liquor has not changed in these several thousand years. Nope. If, only th if anything, it's only gotten better. <laughs> yeah! Um, you can't fabricate alcohol, really. Like, they fabricate, like, printers in this world don't print food and, and drink very well. Mm. They're mostly for, like, parts, so, parts and shit. So, you could fabricate ethanol. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> but you have to prove yeah. regular alcohol. So the, yeah, alcohol, yeah, you guys do have... You gotta put it through a still. Yep. Okay. <laughs> or you can just drink the ethanol yeah. to, like, so, hardcore. Yeah, uh -huh. so, so, yeah, Union has given you a per diem for, essentially, uh, they, honestly, the per diem is essentially, like, just don't get it going, don't be excessive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again, they're not big on money, but they do have resource limits, so that's essentially what they care about. Yeah. There's only so much alcohol on the ship, so one guy drinks all of it, like... Uh -huh. And what does the bar look like? Is it clean, dirty, crowded? Everything is, here is very clean. All right. Like, actually. Yeah, like, you, they don't want dirt because then that gets into the rubbers and that creates problems. All right. So yeah. I'm going to grab us a table and I'm going to, yeah, do I go up to the bar or are there servers going around? Uh, you can, you, it seems like there are people, servers walking around, or you can go directly to the bartender. All right. So, okay, what's everyone's drink of choice? Uh... You kind of see Noir like almost like he's never been asked this question before, and then he just responds, "Gin and tonic." Gin tea. Okay, uh, Captain. Um, okay, it's a little bit complicated, and <laughs> she takes out like uh, like um like a mix order, like uh, uh, that includes things like Tabasco sauce. Um, okay, so yeah, uh, I imagine you write it down on like a slip of paper or something. A, or a slip of paper? What's pa yeah? What is paper? You, okay, you, you, I, 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 you email it. <laughs> <laughs> You, saw, you have a PDF file talking. that's a complicated Jeez, drink. What is the size of this attachment? Jeez. So, yeah, I scroll through it for a bit, and okay, I'll show that to the bartender. Uh, Melo. Um, Amusion Walt. All right. 
So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna take this, I'm gonna go up to the bartender, and yeah, gonna order a beer, gin and tonic, Mouge and Waltz, and... Yeah, I'm sorry in advance. I show him my phone, <laughs> and I let him scroll through the order. The woman looking at the... she's like, Now that, I have not seen in a while. You're afraid of a death wish? Uh... I don't know, but, uh... Well, just make I, sure you're I, not sitting beside them. Right. Oh. <laughs> I like to imagine like that scene in uh, one of the Looney Tunes where it's like they pull out the welding mask and they get like the tongs and yeah. they like pull out this like weird rainbow color liquid and like pour it in very slowly to yeah. like a lead glass. Maybe not a lead glass, that would create problems. Yeah, yeah. So, so the result is smoking when I bring it back to the table. Yeah, so if you come back, uh, you see him, uh, Melo is being, you see him speaking all with his hands. Yes, and the beast that just, just wrap your arms around its neck and twist and well, that that's how you lose a hand. Oh man, Melo, you gotta get into the monster killing stories without me. Damn man. Oh, it was oh no, no, I was talking about my ex-wife. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, uh, okay then. So I. I'm just kidding. You <laughs> will. <laughs> uh, this, this one. <laughs> so I pass the drinks around. Okay. Well, do not do not get on the wrong side of a sparry woman, though. Okay, yeah. I do recommend that, or do not. Do, <laughs> you don't recommend it. Okay. So, alrighty then. <sighs> now that we got drinks in hand, uh, like we know each other by our call signs, but I'll go first. Axe of Godstar, also known as Blitz by my call sign. Been uh, doing the mercenary game for some time now. Basically, grew up with it. Got some dreams on my of my own. Planning to be the best mech pilot that the universe has ever known. Quite a lofty goal. You gotta shoot for the stars, man. And uh, how about you guys? What are your stories? Well, I explained mine. Um, I am a... <sighs> I am but a simple wandering fool. Looking for a purpose in this grand expanse. Not bad. Hmm. Okay. How about you, Cap? Okay. It's a little bit of a, a game... We play um, on the ships. So this right here is either an infection amber or a calm mission. I'm named after a virus, and my name is either is whatever the drinks isn't. Uh... You see, like Emil, like go up and like sniff at the drink a little bit. And, oh, oh my God! I uh, ain't smelled anything like that in a long time. Whew, yeah, that'll put some hair on your testicles, all right. So you were named after a drink? No, I was named after a virus, but the the joke is that the drinks and the viruses have very similar names. So either the drinks an infection amber, or it's a calm mission, and I'm whatever it isn't. Right, got it. <laughs> so what's your guess? Uh, is this infection amber, or is it a calm mission? Calm. Well, I, I look at this obviously bubbling drink, and I can say calm mission. I'm gonna guess infection amber. Younger guy gets it. Uh. Um, yeah, I'm and then uh, with that, Melo pulls the drink in front of Axel. <laughs> drink up, you lost. All right, so um, I take the drink, sniff it, and yeah, I, I wouldn't have done that. You're, you're uh, just a hint. You want for commission? You want to uh, hold your nose like your uh, like the brass is coming nearby. Okay, then to our health, and I uh, pinch my nose and I just down the thing as quickly as I can. And just with a <laughs> slam the glass down. And then I just start to <laughs> shiver. You begin sweating. <laughs> I'm hot and cold at the same time. Yeah, and that's like, what happens when you combine uh, mint julep and uh, Tabasco. Yeah, and 
I, I like slide the gin and tonic over to him and just like, I don't know much about this drink, but I've been told it's refreshing. I dr- I doubt the gin and tonic. <laughs> Whew! <laughs> oh god, it's making it worse! <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, that's that's the uh that's the second part. Yeah, and no matter how much you drink, it never deals with the commission. Yeah, my right <laughs> foot is jackrabbiting across the ground at a rapid pace. Oh, a commission! Now I get the joke! <laughs> Real fucking funny! <laughs> oh. Yeah, so, uh... Mayo's just holding his, stroking his chin, <laughs> sipping his drink as he watches Axel slowly, <laughs> slowly die. <laughs> uh, yeah. You also notice that, that Amber's on the opposite side of the table, so she had clearly already... <laughs> mm. She already kind of knew <laughs> that the same thing that the bartender did. This is nothing for the future! Greatest back in the universe! <laughs> yeah. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. But yeah, so, um, like I was saying, uh, I'm roll named... a skill check. Me? Yeah. Which one? Uh, I think it, I believe it's take uh, have a damn drink. <laughs> oh man, this thing—that's not even listed, is it? No, it's it's a special thing that you can do during narrative play. Yeah. Let me just double. Check. That is an eight. Do you have any triggers that would improve that? Uh, like your yeah. What what are your triggers? My triggers. Just a sec. I'm just gonna pull my sheet up. You have stay cool. I'd imagine that would probably work. Uh, let's see. Uh, take control. Mm, no. Mm. I also have apply fist to faces, assault, and guess tumor fast. So I don't think any of nope. those would work. Alright, so at this point, Noir suffer. actually, like, you see him kind of, like, switch to a different thing, and you, you notice that he starts doing, like, medical checks on him, like, he starts taking a pulse, he pulls out a flashlight and starts looking into his eyes. Yeah, my pupils are different sizes. <laughs> oh, jeez. Now, okay. now I wish I had gotten one of you. <laughs> yeah, there are things you pick up in my line of work. Okay, Axel, how many fingers am I holding up? You're holding up fingers? Okay. Alright, and like, he reaches into part of his thing, and he's going to pull out a, uh, patch. Uh, pigs fit- oh, well, it's just only a thing for this. Patch is a catch-all term for a sprayable medigel. Well, you know what I say. Spray medigel into his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, no, he's just like, okay, hold still. And he, like, sprays a little bit into his hand, and kind of, like, sort of rubs it across his eyes. What? What? Uh, that uh, should stabilize the effects uh, there. I don't know about the ones on your digestive tract. Yeah. Um, yeah, so and then... And Bathroom's that, over there, by the way. Okay, and that's when the alcohol starts to hit me, and I just... Uh, and I just start to slowly relax in my seat. Like a bad commission. The only way through is just ride it out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... Um, you must come from a very interesting culture. Yeah, we're, um... We're a hacktivist collective, you know. Ah, warriors of the net, as Mm -hmm. they say. Yeah, I'm not really, like, one of the big brains that, like, do the, like, the deep hacking. I'm a bit of just dumb muscle. You remember that that Amber was very efficient in, like, cyber warfare the entire combat. Yeah, it's like... And, like, you see Noir sort of, like, starting to put two and two together. It's like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, but, like, the she considers herself... She, she considers herself to be a bad hacker despite hacking all the entire fight. Yeah. Oh, um, so what 
you say that you're low level, what do the high level hackers do? Um, high level hackers go after corporate databases. I see. Now I'm interested that you're brave enough to say that out loud, especially on a union ship. Yeah, I mean, there's like it's a union ship, but we're not working for the union, are we? We're not union soldiers. She used to that, and he raises his glass and takes a swig. Then, like, the, and more... I mean, the union isn't corporation. I mean, I doubt they, the union would say that there are uh, that. You know, Harrison is completely under their control. Mal <laughs> 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 well, just like looks at Axel for a second, just kind of like shakes his head. Axel is just kind of wobbling back and forth, like swaying in his seat as though he's on the deck of a ship. Ah, so you haven't bought into the grand uh, union vision of one humanity united? I think that um, that the union hasn't bought in as hard as they could have. And uh, that's kind of the general, like, thing for my culture is that if you're going to do it, go all the way. Don't half-ass it. Fuck yeah. I raise my beer and I just start to raise it to my lips, but I keep missing my face with it. Nor has... It's probably good, better. Mayo's actually going to, like, help you. I just kind of, like... Move your hand in the drinking Ooh. position. So while he's talking, there, yeah. Amber, you see Noir has gone, grabbed a pillow from like a nearby couch, and kind of stuffed it around his hard suit. So it's like, okay, he falls over. Oh, uh, you're not knowing you would be wearing your hard suits right now. Oh, we wouldn't. Okay. No, that's like that's like you're about to get into a robot. Okay, so right? yeah, so like he kind of like stuffs a pillow into the the collar of um, Axel's shirt. And he's kind of like looking at it, and he's like, eh. and you clearly see he's just trying to make it so that if he falls over, he doesn't get a concussion. Okay, that that should hold. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, I mean, look. The thing is, I, I get what the union's trying to do. I just think that they could do it a bit better. I mean, outside the cradle, we're all a little bit poorer than uh, the union would like to say we are. Not a popular opinion in, in, the, in this company, and he Milo motions around. Well, yeah, they, every, uh, they well, know who they hired. Every company has its own particular brand of secrets. Unions know real different. They're just at least trying, though. I can see how the captain has issue with their stances. Yeah, so, Noir, I've been wondering. You seem like a guy with a big story. Oh, <sighs> well, there, there's not really m- much to tell. I, I used to work as a, a, a tr- um, guide for... Uh, uh, Harrison Armory man- uh, Acquisitions Management Team. Uh, yes, I hear Harrison employs many guides. Yes. It provided me with some experience, shall we say. And you notice at this that, like, Noir like is getting a little antsy, but he's still kind of keeping it together. Hey, you know, I get it. Like, you don't need to say any more. Thank you, Captain. And he, he kind of, like... He kind of, like, waves a thing in front of Axel to see if he's even noticing something, and he just takes a bit of nope. his beer. <laughs> yep. Axel isn't even responding as you take his beer. <laughs> but I imagine Axel's trying to drink with a beer that's not there currently. Yeah, uh, he's drinking with thin air. Yeah. And um, my name is Emil. Figured it's only fair. Mm-hmm. So. Well, glad to meet you again. Mm-hmm. And with that, and you see him reach his hand up and he's looking at something on his wrist <laughs> and you for some of you who might know it looks like a watch <laughs> I 
never seen one of those. Well, actually, no. The Commander had something like that, but it wasn't nearly as... Is it like a mechanical watch? Like a, like a Rolex sort of deal? Or... Mm. I've never seen one so mechanical. Oh, it's just a eccentricity of mine. I like to collect things that are useless. This watch doesn't even have hands. It's just a watch. <laughs> well, you actually notice that the hand has stopped, and he, uh, oh. with that, he uh, stands up, and I bid you adieu, and walks off. Well, I'll hopefully be seeing you on the other side, Mellow. He, as he's walking away, he raises the one-arm motion with the with the yeah, hand. The, like the backward salute. Yeah. Right. Hope that guy wasn't a narc. Uh, well... You know the Squari don't usually have a good uh, opinion of Union, so you're <laughs> probably okay. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's like... That's why she was kind of, like, open about that. It was like, whatever, this guy... This guy seems like... It has been a while, though. There could be... There are... The, there, there it could is definitely be. possible there's Squari, like, Union sympathizers. Soup, like, Union... Yeah, Union uh, not, not necessarily sympathizers, but, like... Conscripts, almost. Yeah, conscripts, or people who were, like, who were born into a family of Sparry, but were raised in Union space. Like, that's definitely possible. So, yeah. It's not like all Sparry came from Spar. Yeah. Yeah. Right, well, hmm. do you want another round, Captain? I think Axel is, um... Another round? That sounds like the perfect idea! Axel Godstar, away! <laughs> I stand up and immediately fall over. <laughs> And the pillow. Oh, thank goodness I got those pillows. You're very good at, like, pre-planning that sort of thing. It kind of came with the territory. I can, like, reach over. I, like, check his pulse. He'll be fine. <laughs> right. Yeah, Amber orders, like, an actual normal person drink. And, like, yeah. so if you want another gin and tonic? or Sure. And, like, he gets the gin and tonic and he tries it. And, like, he immediately makes a face as if he wasn't expecting a drink like this to be so bitter. He's like, oh, oh, God, what is... This is awful. How did the commander drink these? Uh, it's an acquired taste. Uh, Apparently. Oh, no use wasting it. Oh, God. Yeah, maybe... Stick to something a little uh, fruitier. Hold on, I've got a couple of good recipes. <laughs> Progresses to the two of you testing out alcohols on Noir until you realize that you've made both of the guys drunk <laughs> and having to drag both of them back to their rooms. Yeah. Mm. Noir's not, yeah, too, uh, Noir's not a too bad drunk, though he does get a little kind of like, ah, oh, Captain, you're, you're so nice. You just, you're so much better than the commander. He never took us for drinks. You just, Drank those damn things in front of the troops every goddamn time. <sighs> sucked. Well, we'll be drinking together from now on. That sounds wonderful. And, like, Noir, like, manages to stumble into his bed and then kind of, like, fall into his bunk and immediately falls asleep. <laughs> yeah, you've just been dragging Axel around this entire time like a sack of potatoes. I mean, he's like oh, shoulder. He's like in a shoulder carry position, like, <laughs> like holding him on one shoulder, and then with the other one kind of supporting Noir. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Axel gets dropped in his room. On in what does Axel's room look like? Um, yeah. Uh, have you have you personalized anything yet, or did you just kind of drop your stuff and then go? Um, there is a poster on one wall of a Zeng style neck, um, as well as. And it comes with an embossed image of the person who personalized the mech and did that legendary run that made it so, you know, such a widely used one. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the other one is like a small bedside picture. And 
As you look at it, uh, Panoptica, you see that there are a bunch of mercenaries posing for a photograph, and they're all, they all look like they're, you know, experiencing really happy days and stuff, and they're all, like, arms slung over the shoulders and stuff. One of them's making a face uh, at the picture, but everyone looks like they're laughing and having a good time, and among them is what appears to be a 11, maybe 12-year-old version of Axel. Hmm. Uh, as for my room, it's fairly sparse. It looks like Emil had set up like pre-folded clothes at the foot of the bed in a kind of like very militaristic like, ah, bunk needs to be made. You've got to be ready to go immediately. Uh, on the table, he has opened up a weapons case and it looks like he was in the middle of disassembling his rifle, maybe for cleaning, you're not entirely sure. And on the table, there's a small picture of Two children, one of which looks a little bit like a meal, and the other one looks very much related to him. And that looks like they're both, uh, again, very happy times. But yeah, the other than that, the room is very sparse. Like, he's not put up any personalization. There's, like, no luggage or suitcases. It's just the bed, the change of clothes, and then the rifle in the picture. Mm-hmm. All right, so Amber gets back to her room, um, closes the door, locks it. Uh, takes her trunk out, unfolds it into her Omnihook, and then... What is an Omnihook? Uh, an Omnihook is basically, like, a portable, like, Omninet terminal mm. that you could use to, like, like, in an area that didn't have Omninet access. Like, if there was, like, a series of planets that didn't have Omninet access or something? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, she, like, she's... It's kind of an acquired skill. Like, not every mech pilot would have this, but... Um, yeah, so she, it also is how she gets secure connections out, mm -hmm. um, and then she, uh, immediately posts to the, uh, to the, uh, the collector's Reddit board, got somebody with the, with the drink, um, <laughs> got him! Oh, really? <laughs> with the drink name test, and it's just a pic, it's a picture of, uh, <laughs> like Axel splayed out yeah. on the floor of the bar. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the old convoy switcheroo, as they say. <laughs> Interestingly enough, Axel is actually pretty good with his drinks, but you pretty much hit him with, like, the drink equivalent of a nuke. Yeah. Yeah. The picture, and then every comment is just, got him, got him, got him, got him, got him. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, yeah. Uh, and with that, the, uh, you you all kind of, well, what do you do with, so apart from, apart from posting and, and shit posting on Omninet, <laughs> what do you do? Um, uh, probably, uh, She'll make sure that um, her mech is being made to her specifications. Yep, like you can all look at the status of your mech. Nope. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, checking the cockpit, making sure all the like control panels are where she wants them. Um, checking out the new things that she's printing from for from her new license. And uh, if we have access to those simulation things, she'll actually probably run drills with the other two. Hmm. Well, yeah. No. Like you like find that Emil's actually very gung ho about that. After he manages to work through the hangover that he has. Yeah. It's like, oh. oh. Speaking of hangovers, uh, yeah. So you're talking to me about it, and I am just, yeah, I literally have a sleep mask on while I'm just listening to you, head down on the desk, just, uh-huh, uh-huh. Captain, what is this feeling? It's like my brain's trying to get out of my skull. Okay, water for you, coffee for you. Oh, sweet, dark liquid. <laughs> <laughs> So what did you want to talk about, Captain? Um, I was thinking we could run some drills, just work on that team unity if we're going to be working together. Uh-huh. Okay. 
That sounds great, actually. Maybe some sparring? Sure. <sighs> I don't know if I'd actually be much of a good sparring partner, but... Well, that's part of why we do it, to make everybody else better as well as yourself. Fair. Alright, uh, somebody roll an assault roll. Okay, um, yeah, I am pretty good at that, so I'm gonna roll that. Just a sec. Uh... Let's see. Can I roll and lead or inspire? Yeah, actually, everybody roll one thing. Okay. okay. A five to being in the way you, what you would contribute to a simulation. So I, we roll a d20 and we add the bonus from the trigger? Yeah. So I'm going to roll to stay cool because I'm basically acting as a kind of mid-range defender, both covering um, Axel's ass and then also running, you know, like... Demolitions as per Panoptica's um, mm -hmm. specifications. I got a 13 on mine. I got a 9. I got a 19. Sorry, what? Th so 13. So 13. Yeah. 9. 9. 19. Alright, so, Nora, you're a bit off balance. Uh, you throw in one of the mock battles, you accidentally, uh, in, you accidentally move out of your position to help Axel, who's put himself in a dangerous spot, and you end up failing the mission, um, which you are... You, you did end up helping Axel, so he would have, in the simulation, gotten blown up, but you did fail the mission. Right. Ugh. That's weird. It must be this headache thing. I don't usually prioritize people over the mission. Yeah, well, I mean, you also need to take into account that you're mo mostly trained for infantry. You need to remember that we do, that mech co combat is different, uh, and a lot of, while Axel looks very, sorry, she would actually refer yeah. to as Blitz in yeah. combat. Yeah. While Blitz looks very unarmed, he is actually heavily armed for close combat. Yep, it's my specialty. Unlike in infantry, running up and punching the enemy is actually effective when your fist is, you know, the weight of a truck. Also, fighting with a hangover is a skill in and of itself. It's good to have it now as opposed to later. I'll keep that in mind. Both of them. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, so the two of you that uh, did a pretty good job, um, yeah, uh, you feel like you've you feel like you've kind of figured some stuff out in regards to working together. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.